June 18th. And now we turn our attention to the New Testament. Today's reading will be from the book of Acts, chapter 12, verses 1 through 23, where it talks about the will of the Lord, the fact that it's always wise and good, but it's not always predictable. God spared Peter but allowed James to be killed. He did not deliver Peter from prison until the last minute. He allowed Herod to slay James, but he did not permit the king to act like a god. Is that how you would have done it? Some Christians are like Job's friends. They think they always know exactly what God is doing, will do, and wants done. But they may be wrong. Whenever you're tempted to play God in somebody's life, think again. It's always right to pray, even if your faith is so weak, you're surprised when the answer comes. Keep knocking. God opens doors. And now, let's begin today's reading in the New Testament. June 18th, Acts chapter 12, verses 1 through 23. About that time, King Herod Agrippa began to persecute some believers in the church. He had the apostle James, John's brother, killed with a sword. When Herod saw how much this pleased the Jewish leaders, he arrested Peter during the Passover celebration, then imprisoned him, placing him under the guard of four squads of four soldiers each. Herod's intention was to bring Peter out for public trial after the Passover. But while Peter was in prison, the church prayed very earnestly for him. The night before Peter was to be placed on trial, he was asleep, chained between two soldiers, with others standing guard at the prison gate. Suddenly there was a bright light in the cell, and an angel of the Lord stood before Peter. The angel tapped him on the side to awaken him and said, Quick, get up! And the chains fell off his wrists. Then the angel told him, Get dressed and put on your sandals. And he did. Now put on your coat and follow me, the angel ordered. So Peter left the cell, following the angel. But all the time he thought it was a vision. He didn't realize it was really happening. They passed the first and second guard posts and came to the iron gate to the street. And this opened to them all by itself. So they passed through and started walking down the street, and then the angel suddenly left him. Peter finally realized what had happened. "'It's really true,' he said to himself. "'The Lord has sent his angel and saved me from Herod and from what the Jews were hoping to do to me.' After a little thought, he went to the home of Mary, the mother of John Mark, where many were gathered for prayer. He knocked at the door in the gate, and a servant girl named Rhoda came to open it. When she recognized Peter's voice, she was so overjoyed that instead of opening the door, she ran back inside and told everyone, Peter is standing at the door. You're out of your mind, they said. When she insisted, they decided it must be his angel. Meanwhile, Peter continued knocking. When they finally went out and opened the door, they were amazed. He motioned for them to quiet down, and told them what had happened, and how the Lord had led him out of jail. Tell James and the other brothers what happened, he said. And then he went to another place. At dawn, there was a great commotion among the soldiers, 
about what had happened to Peter. Herod Agrippa ordered a thorough search for him. When he couldn't be found, Herod interrogated the guards and sentenced them to death. Afterward, Herod left Judea to stay in Caesarea for a while. Now Herod was very angry with the people of Tyre and Sidon. So they sent a delegation to make peace with them because their cities were depending upon Herod's country for their food. They made friends with Blastus, Herod's personal assistant, and an appointment with Herod was granted. When the day arrived, Herod put on his royal robes, sat on his throne, and made a speech to them. The people gave him a great ovation, shouting, It is the voice of a god, not of a man. Instantly, an angel of the Lord struck Herod with a sickness, because he accepted the people's worship instead of giving the glory to God. So he was consumed with worms and died. Today we're reading in Psalm 136, verses 1 through 26. Two choirs sang this psalm. One choir sang the first line of each verse, and the other choir answered, For His mercy endures forever. This was not vain repetition, for the second choir was offering inspired praise to the Lord. You can never say too much about the mercy of God. God reveals His mercy by giving you a wonderful creation to use and to enjoy. He had everything ready for our first parents when He made them. It's too bad that many people are such poor stewards of God's creation gifts. Never take for granted the wonderful world in which you live. He reveals His mercy in His care for you, helping you fight your battles and defeat your enemies. Israel was not always faithful to God, but that's where His mercy comes in. He was faithful to them, and He will be faithful to you and me. The promise is, I will never leave you nor forsake you. What an amazing promise. The God of heaven is caring for you on earth, and His mercy endures forever. Psalm 136, verses 1 through 26. Give thanks to the Lord, for He is good. His faithful love endures forever. Give thanks to the God of gods. His faithful love endures forever. Give thanks to the Lord of lords. His faithful love endures forever. Give thanks to Him who alone does mighty miracles. His faithful love endures forever. Give thanks to Him who made the heavens so skillfully. His faithful love endures forever. Give thanks to Him who placed the earth on the water. His faithful love endures forever. Give thanks to Him who made the heavenly lights. His faithful love endures forever. The sun to rule the day. His faithful love endures forever. And the moon and stars to rule the night. His faithful love endures forever. Give thanks to Him who killed the firstborn of Egypt. His faithful love endures forever. He brought Israel out of Egypt. His faithful love endures forever. He acted with a strong hand and powerful arm. His faithful love endures forever. Give thanks to Him who parted the Red Sea. His faithful love endures forever. He led Israel safely through. His faithful love endures forever. 
but he hurled Pharaoh and his army into the sea. His faithful love endures forever. Give thanks to him who led his people through the wilderness. His faithful love endures forever. Give thanks to him who struck down mighty kings. His faithful love endures forever. He killed powerful kings. His faithful love endures forever. Sion, king of the Amorites, his faithful love endures forever. And Og, king of Bashan, his faithful love endures forever. God gave the land of these kings as an inheritance. His faithful love endures forever. A special possession to his servant Israel. His faithful love endures forever. He remembered our utter weakness. His faithful love endures forever. He saved us from our enemies. His faithful love endures forever. He gives food to every living thing. His faithful love endures forever. Give thanks to the God of heaven. His faithful love endures forever. Proverbs 17, verses 14 and 15. Beginning a quarrel is like opening a floodgate, so drop the matter before a dispute breaks out. The Lord despises those who acquit the guilty and condemn the innocent. <laughs>